This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. All right. How are you getting on? You well, you well, you well, you sweet disposition. <laughs> like no one's watching you. Huh? Um... A moment of love and dream the lash we get on the lash we ride we all on the moment I don't know what he's saying, but I love it. I love it. I don't know listen. Um what's temper trap? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but it was on the most beautiful thing I'm like Here. Here I'm gonna burn the ear off. You're the lead singer from the Temper Trap. Temper Trap? The temper trap? Is that it? I'm going to, you know what I'm talking about. Sweet disposition. I'm going to catch him in the fucking smoking area of the swan. And I'm going to put my my arm hard against his neck and be like, here, I love that fucking song, Sweet Disposition. Sweet! And he's holding his fingers over his ears. Disposition like no one. And he's like, oh, thanks very much, man. I don't have a fucking clue what you're saying. I don't have a fucking notion what you're saying, but some of the people's on the my life. It's one of the beautiful songs ever in my life. I love uh, 500 Days of Summer. It's my favourite film of all time. And when that song comes in, I'm getting emotional now. Hey man, maybe you need a little, take a little break, maybe go for a walk. No, no, I just need to work this out with you. Lead singer to temp- Temper Trap? I'm a man alone. Um, You don't even know what I'm talking about. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. If you're 26, probably not. Um, hey, who am I kidding? Everything is online for everyone. And this is the year I've decided that... I was talking to Jordan there. Jordan was telling me he went and actually to the Swan. He went to the Swan on his own and he was reading a Wikipedia article about some uh, scammer or something like that, right? And I'm like, see, that's this is what I'm talking about. If I saw you in the pub on your phone, I'd be like, what a fucking loser. Greatest respect. It's like none taken. But you were there actually reading equivalent of like, you know, a journalistic, you know, a news report. Maybe even classified documents. He's like, no, I wasn't. But, you know, maybe you were. And I am going to, this is my my goal for the new year is to look at anyone with a phone and think, must be reading the works of Proust. All right? Must be reading Faust. Yeah? <laughs> he must be reading about, um, also this whole Faustian thing, right? A Faustian thing is like when you make a deal with the devil. You know, it was very Faustian. The themes are very Faustian, you know. Did Faust have more than one book about doing a deal with the devil? You know. Um, can you get away with that? You know, like it was very Plunian. You know, there was a lot of references to soft drinks, and it was very Plunian. You know. Um, no, I'm never gonna have it like that. I'm never gonna. I might do. I might do. Hey, who's? Hey, 2024. Let's see what's gonna. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if I'm, you know, echoed in the same. Uh, the same voice. I've already lost my fucking prose speak. I've lost me prose speak. But anyway, how are you doing? You good? You well? Um, I'm sitting in my fucking car again. Um, day before, hours before this episode's going to go out. So kicking off this year with a fucking, with, with a plumb. With a plumb. He handled himself with a plumb. When I hear someone handling themselves with a plumb, I feel like they're fucking a plumb. He handled himself so gracefully last night with a plumb. He fucked a plum. 
No, he handled himself with a plumb. He was playing with his playing with his fucking plums. Handling his balls. Whatever. Are you good? <laughs> Gary. Gary is getting his two cents in. Because I tell you what, I've spent the last ten days with my family, which is great. Okay? So that's fine. Put to bed now. That's fine. He said he was hanging out with his family, and that was great. And it was great. You know, had all this Saint Nicolaus uh, banter with the young fella. Although, Colleen Donna in my wife, right? She just doesn't think. She's constantly swearing for one in front of the kids, right? Well, no, she did once, and I, and I snapped at her, right? Not in a violent way. I'm a nice man. But, um... But he, but she, actually, sorry. Oh, my God, a fucking Freudian, Proustian slip here. I'm talking about how I'm in love with a man. And I'm meant to be talking about my wife. Why am I gay? <laughs> Can't I stop being gay? It's actually a great time to be gay, but it would just ruin this marriage. But whatever. Whatever. I'm not gay. But it's fine if I was, if it didn't ruin the marriage. She'd probably be fine with it. Whatever. Look. Listen, my beard. Oh, I mean, wife was uh, saying talking shit about Santa as well, and she's like, "Oh, you know, Tony played he played a blinder. My husband over there played a blinder with the whole Santa stuff this year. Got everything." And I was like, "Are you? Hey, are you sitting on the wall waiting to be put together by a pair of of uh, hooves, mate? Because you're a Humpty Numpty, okay? Love, love. Are you an egg?" Answer the question <laughs> Are you an egg? Then why would you say something that was so Humpty Numpty? Darling Oh, you have me so upset You have me so upset about your numptiness, mate Because the kid doesn't The kid believes in Santa Nicholas. Although I will say this um, Amazon need to tell me Exactly when those boxes are coming Because you could swear that uh, I was ordering them from... You could swear my son was a cat. And I was ordering uh, from Rights of Merino because he smells something fishy when the boxes arrive. This is what I'm talking about. Back on fucking top. These gags are incredible. They were lost. My wife was just sick. Sick of these gags. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? She does, She's in there watching Castle. I can see her in the curtains because I'm sitting in my front garden, right? And I'm sitting in the car. And she's in there watching Nathan Fillion's Castle, right? Season 5 or whatever. And she's no idea how good she has him. Now, she probably does, but it's good that she doesn't completely pander to me. Because I would lose interest very quickly if she was really nice to me all the time. And it was like, that's so funny, you're amazing. Say, to say something else that's amazing. I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, no. Something in my evolution or something I don't quite understand makes me primarily want to evade... This niceness, you know? So she challenges me. <laughs> Whatever, what am I talking about? Um, but yeah, she was talking absolute shit. But anyway, Amazon needs to be they're delivering boxes at all hours. Big boxes, you know? And I'm meant to keep up a facade of a Sinterklaas in this house. So excuse me, what's your name? What's your name? Amazon, man. Right? For one, thanks very much for just leaving at the doorbell. Thank God I have a ring doorbell. And I can actually see you deliver it, Right? But didn't, I didn't know you were here. Okay, that's one. And I'd love to know when you're coming, because my young fellow is very bright. Let me tell you how bright he is. He's able to name over 25 dinosaurs. Actually, some come out here. Ankylosaurus, 
uh, Allosaurus, Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus, Diplodocus, Gallimimus. Now, there's a few more. There's, uh, there's another, you've skipped a few here, son. Sorry, he normally does them alphabetically. What did I fucking tell you? I'm out skipping. Oh, my door is open now. I left the door on the latch. You could swear I was having a couple of jars. I left it ajar. I left the door. You could tell. You could. St- I'm trying to figure out the joke, but I also need to go over there and close the door. You could swear me and the door were up for a couple of scoops right now because it's 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 ajar, and I thought I left it on the lash. So hang on, I'm just going to close the door. One second, my front door because I left it on the latch on the on the lash because it's ajar. Almost locked myself out of the car. That'd have been a nightmare. All my recording gears in here. Um, anyway, yeah, I left the door on the latch, whatever, whatever. Yeah, Amazon needs to tell me when they're coming because my son's very bright. You know, as I tell you, he can name a dinosaur from A to Z. Um, you know, gets a bit stuck on Z. But um, then you have to be able to go to some fucking mad fossil or some shit if you're doing that. Some fucking, you're, you know. But anyway, um, had a lovely break. But I tell you, as I said, Gary's getting in there firm because when I'm hanging out with my family, of course I'm a mile a minute, you know, or a joke a minute, you know, and they're, you know. I'm just coming out zinger after zinger after zinger after zinger, right? But they're not laughing at every single one of them. I think my hit rate at the moment for the last 10 days um, has been about 3%, which is shite, right? Nah, you go easy on yourself, right? It's shite, right? That 3% of the things they're actually really laughing at, you know, because I'm delivering on the output, you know? But um, so that would have me believe that I've got a success rate of 3%, that I've got a set 97% failure rate, right? Because I haven't been doing this podcast. When I come out here and do this podcast to you, you in in inaudible listener right um i'm i'm, I'm imagining everything is a fucking 100 percent, 100 percent fucking fast throw right boom 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 i don't even know what sporting analogy i'm using anymore but you are loving it so it's a bit annoying you know so i have to come from kind of you know you know it's like when you're playing uh, can i barely do a sports analogy here it's like when you're it's like it's like if it's like if um think of a great player and he's not playing for a very good team and he doesn't have the wing men right, to pass the ball to him in, in the box, right, and then he's not getting the shots, you know, he would believe, oh, I'm shit, but he's actually just not getting the shots, right, <laughs> whatever, if you want to listen to fucking sport, you can subscribe to Andy Cantwell on Instagram, right, if you want someone who looks like me, and sounds like me, and is just, just about as funny as me, right, and talks about sports, you can check him out. I have another bit of admin for you, right? If you're a Patreon subscriber, I love you so, I love you so, so much. I love you so much that I have a lisp, right? I go full Catalan when I think about you, all right? Because I love you so, so much, right? Um, but that's moved over now to Headstuff Plus. So headstuffpodcast.com. Um, you can go and you can look up my podcast and you can subscribe over there for the equivalent of a price a pint a month. It's the exact same at Patreon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you might also have an email. Look for an email from Headstuff. It's about how you can migrate over to Headstuff Plus. It's the same thing. You'll still get early bird access to tickets and all that stuff. Although I really, f- I did actually fuck it now. I, I, a load of tickets went online and I w- didn't realize. I've loaded loads of gigs on sale right now and didn't realize. But that luckily for you, because I've not really been pushing them, they're not sold out. So you're lucky in there, right? Some of them very limited. The Dublin one's very limited. Anyway, I'm not doing the plug right now. I'm just saying that in future early bird tickets will be available over on um, Headstuff Plus. And you're going to get a free sticker as well, I think. I think. <laughs> Sounds so shy. So you got a free sticker. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's so sexy. Oh, my God. Where do I sign up? Headstuffpodcast.com. 
is where you can sign up there. Um, so it's been moved over. So Patreon is still, I'm still going to be putting them out on both for now, but I would urge you to get over to Headstuff Plus because that's only going to be gone for another month or so. And then everything will be moved over to Headstuff Plus. So please do that if you're a listener. Just wanted to get that in there now. So just look up headstuffpodcast.com and then you can get full access to whatever, the Patreon pod. Anyway, what else is going on? Um, what else is going on? I don't know. I'm sitting here with Kia Soul. No L plate, guys. As you know, my lick out mastering days are still in front of me, but I've upgraded. So I don't need to I don't need to brag about it anymore, you know? By having the L on my car. I don't like having the N. The N. You know? What does that mean? New driver? New driver? Can I not can I can I not get like a shiny gold star? You know? Or something N for new. It seems almost like New drivers, I haven't put it on anyway. Um, so if you see me, I tell you actually, got a I was stopping in Dundrum there. Went to go see Wonka, <laughs> or as my young friend called him, Wee Willy Winky, which I thought was funny. And I correct him every time. I said his name's Willy Wonka. His name's Willy Wanker. Okay. Um, and I t- I tell you, I found it completely devoid of wonder. <laughs> and I didn't think it was good. I thought the first hour they should have cut out of it. Um, it didn't feel funny. I had a child there looking at, you know, orange men. And not the bad type. And not, not the bad. Do whatever I want. Unionists or whatever. Wouldn't be my cup of tea, you know. But um, I'm talking about the real orange men, the Oompa Loompas. You know, didn't find them funny. Um, there's a bit where everyone's hair starts growing and they start, you know, because of the Yeti sweat. And it's not funny. It's just not funny. It's very cute, you know. Very British. So British. Which is great for them if they want to do that. But uh, I found it completely devoid of wonder. I found that there was no change in the character of Wonka. It it suffers from a similar issue. Now, a lot of people love it. Love Most people love it. Most people love it. Um, but it's the same thing of Aaron Eckhart, not Aaron Eckhart, Ansel Eckhart, whatever man's name is, who was Han Solo in the Han Solo movie, Solo, a Star Wars story, maybe you heard of it. Um, there was no change, but you know, you see a, you see a, 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 you know, a sexy swashbuckling scoundrel in Harrison Ford at the start of Star Wars: New Hope, and then he changes. He realizes that he actually, all he's been running his whole time. Maybe he needs to stay still, face his fears, even if that fear is Chamberlain Hutt, and join the Rebel Alliance. And allow a community into his heart, you know, and allow himself to to find a cause and use his skills for good. That's a turning point that you see. All the characters have amazing turning points in uh, Star Wars: New Hope, but he already has that. Then he gets that that kind of you know that he gets that change, that character development in Han Solo: Star Wars story. Now Wonka has no. He's like he's still, he's still just a lovely guy, lovely guy being lovely. Good for you. And when you see Gene Wilder, don't compare him to Gene Wilder. You can't do that. It's not fair on Shalamahi. All right? I like Timothy Shalamahi. Okay? I like him. Timothy Shalamahi. I like him. Um, and I love him in Dune. All right? So I'm looking forward to Dune too. And I like him, as I say. Um, and I think he's funny. But you see Gene Wilder, he has this level of darkness about him. And it seems like he's always had this kind of level of darkness. And he's found ways to suppress it and communicate his love through chocolate, 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 chocolate. All right, he's found a way to communicate that through chocolate, right? So where 
Where does that darkness come from, Lem? Is this a prequel? He doesn't have to be Gene Wilder. No one can be Gene Wilder. I've tried. I've done a very good impression of him live on stage when I played Willy Wonka in the Dream Gun, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, all right? Or Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Um, but it's hard to do Gene Wilder to get them, you know, you get nothing! You know, good day, sir! It's very hard to do. Uh, so he can't do that, right? And he can't, he'd be too comparing. But, I mean, to, to, in terms of the script, just to have something. So I found it completely devoid of wonder. My point being, though, I was in there I was returning a pair of trousers to Massimo Duty, right? <laughs> Got a pair of trousers from Massimo Duty off my KK, right? Got a pair of trousers from Massimo Duty from my KK, went in there. And look, I look like two healthy scoops of, no, two unhealthy scoops of dog shit when I walk around generally, right? I, I have in my possession two fucking, like, porridge goblins, right? A type of goblin that secretes porridge oats and chia seeds out of their hands, right? Don't ask me how to get there. As much as I wipe, they'll always just leave their fucking imprint on me, right? So I go around looking like dog shit because of my my nice clothes. I've realized now I need to put in a completely different wardrobe, right? And only bring them out from going on the telly or from doing like a, a thing I'm going to be on video for or a date or seeing my mates in like a nice way, you know? There's, there's varying degrees. So I, generally, I, I walk around looking like dog shit. So when I go into a Massimo Duty, right, and I'm looking to repair, return a pair of nice trousers, I get the vibe that they think I stole them trousers, all right? No, I don't have a receipt. But I know you don't need a receipt. I know you don't need a receipt. Do you know what I mean? I know you don't need a receipt. <laughs> you know? And I, I did the whole, oh, no, oh, oh really? Oh, yeah, you don't, oh, oh I, I thought you didn't need a receipt, you know? Um, and then they're like, oh, well, let's see if we can figure it out. Guess what? You can figure it out, you know? I'm not an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I feigned, you know, I was, what? Oh, my God, I thought you needed a receipt. I thought I didn't think you needed a receipt. Oh, I thought we were living in 2024, right? Where you, these coat, what's, what's the point of a coat if you need a receipt, you know? You can find, anyway. So, um, but they were very, like, you know, looking at me a bit sketch. So then I felt like, oh, well, now I have to, you know, buy something really this is a boring boring story it's a boring for us fucking story I've, I've buried the lead here um i was parking my car i parked my car and let me tell you this i was fucking meticulous in parking this car because my wife has festered my my son's brain with looking for a good parking spot right these my, my wife's family are just desperate for a good parking spot they're like no we got to get one near the entrance we'll be walking too long we need to spend seven minutes looking for the spot so we save two minutes walking there, you know? Um, didn't make any sense to me. So any hole's a goal for me, right? So I was looking for just little green spots to park. And my young fella, he's like, you need to park there, daddy, you need to park there. You have to park there. Someone's taking your spot. He's like, someone's going to get your spot if you don't get there now. So they were all like on me, you know? And yes, I am an N-plated, you know? I don't like saying N, all right? I don't like saying N because it reminds me of the N word. So I don't want I don't want it on my car. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So he so even though I'm uh, an N should be N plated, but I'm not putting it on my car driver, right? Um I'm I so I they my wife's still giving me tips on how to like pull in, you know, and pull out. <laughs> 
wish you'd given me better tips on pulling out before we had the kids, love. <laughs> I wish you'd given me better tips. I should know. I should know. I should know my own stamina. No, uh, we wanted the kids. So actually, we wanted the kids. So there's no pull out, you know. Man's pull out game is weak. You right? My pull out game is fine. It actually takes me ages to come. I need. I'm. There's. I forgot. There's some things I do say and some things I don't say. Okay, so bear with me here. Anyway, I was pulling in and pulling out of this parking spot, meticulously trying to line it up, and I had everyone in the car watching me. And my wife watching everything I did. My young fellow was like, you know, get in there, you know, get. In. So I was like, I'm carefully. They were all watching me. I had all eyes on me. Park the car. Go off and see Wonka. Come back to the car. A little note on my on my uh, wiper saying, "You scratched my car, dear Kia Soul," and then the, my my reg number, which I feel like if you had to give my reg number. It means that they haven't written it down somewhere else. It looked like they had written the reg number down at the top of the page and then just kept writing it as a letter and then gave me my own reg number back. But anyway, said, you scratched my car. This is blah, blah, blah. Call this name or whatever. Um, so I called and I said, um, hi, how's it going? Um, hi, I got your note. And she's like, yeah, I have a brand new car already coming in. Hi, high in the emotions, right? And I understand. I understand. Hey, I understand. You know, brand new car. I'd actually moved it from a different spot because I was afraid someone would scratch it. And I'm like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, I don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck. Why, you know, get to the point. And then they were like, um, but um, I think you scratched my car. And having scratched cars in the past, I knew exactly what to do here. I said, listen, um, so and so, so I says, look, um, I 100% didn't scratch your car. I actually remember, and I use this, I use this technique a lot, right? Um, Usually when I'm lying, but I wasn't lying this time, I said, I tried to give a, d- a bit of a detail. I said, I specifically remember driving very carefully into that spot, and I'll tell you why. I had my son watching me, and he's learning to drive, I said. Didn't tell her he's three, he's three um, or my own age, right? I said, uh, my wife as well was watching the whole thing from her side. We actually made a bit of a joke about it, how straight I could drive that car into that spot in particular. So I 100% didn't scratch your car. Um and I said, and and from my experience in these sort of things, when I've had my car scratched, <coughs> I mean, when I scratched other cars, um, you can get the CCTV, but you'll have to get onto the police to get the CCTV. So what I'd recommend you do is get onto the police, get the CCTV. I was in a two um two twenty two at that exact time. Um, what time were you? And she was like twelve. And I'm like, well, there you go. Could have been about two hours in there. So if you have them, if you have the police specifically request between twelve and about. Two to two to three, um, you should find your person. You know, I reckon it's before two two twenty two though, because that's when I parked. And she's like, "Oh, okay," you know. She sounded like a nice, very nice girl, um, you know. And I feel for her. You know, it's annoying getting a car, your lovely car scratched. I remember even I love that John Travolta quote, or that Vincent Vega line from Pulp Fiction, where he's all like, you know, he's like, he gets his his, his car keyed. Someone keys his car. And he goes, it would have been worth him doing it just for me to catch him doing it. <laughs> Makes me laugh so much. You know, so I understand it's annoying to get your car scratched, you know. But you seemed quite chill, chill by it afterwards, you know. Um, and I was like, look, I understand. I understand it would be very frustrating, but if you just get onto the police, they'll get the CCTV, and then whatever the outcome, you know, do let me know, you know. And she was like, look, I can send you some WhatsApp pictures of my scratches. And I'm like, I don't really want to see them. I really are seeing them, you know. But thank you very much for the offer. Um, I don't want to see them, you know, because I didn't do it. 
you know. I'm going to release a podcast, though, called If I Did It. Right, the, <laughs> the Tony Campbell story, the scratching car. I didn't do it. Um, what was I going to say, though? Um, yeah, I, I remembered this something. I remembered something though when I was when I was a I was you know obviously she had her car scratched I was trying to be like I I understand, but there's a certain words when I used to work in the call center that got shut down by the Daily Mail for um, robbing off old women right, um there was a line that if our supervisor heard us say would flip a gasket right, if they heard, in the first you pitch three times right, how's it going I'm calling from the Red Cross. There are millions of people in there. Like, I already give to the Red Cross. I've already give, you know. And then you try and get through the first paragraph. Can you give, can you increase your gift by five pounds? And they'd be like, no, absolutely not. I wouldn't, you know. And you always have to say, I understand where you're coming from. Five pounds might seem, might seem like a lot of money. But when you look at the work that the Red Cross and the Red Crescent are doing, they're doing, and then another example of what they're doing. And then you say, look, would you be willing to open up by three pounds? You know, no, three pounds. Look, I understand, right? But whenever they would hear us, and then they would normally, you'd normally say at the end, look, would you be willing just to pop on a pound? Pop a pound on, onto your existing, and they'd normally, nine, nine times out of ten, say yes, you know. Um, horrible work, um, but, you know, I was in need. Anyway, whatever. And well, it was charity work. It was fucking charity work for the Red Cross. There wasn't really wrong with that. But some of the coercive techniques that they used, including the one I'm going to tell you here, um, was quite, was yeah. The, what they said, you should never say I completely understand. Completely understand. You're completely. You're in a. You're in a cul-de-sac. There's nowhere to go. If you completely understand, if you, if you like, I can kind of understand where you're coming from. If you say I kind of understand what you're saying, is 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 you're getting the same words out without blocking yourself off. So even if you're using that for like a job negotiation, you know, um, if you find yourself, you know, hey, times are hard. We're giving you the standard rate here, pal. You know, I know you want a, a raise. It's just not nothing we can. Nothing we have in the budget right now. If you say I completely understand what you're talking about, you know where to go from there. Say I can understand. Money's a bit tight. However, insert example of my work. Insert whatever. Luckily, I've never had to have these conversations. You know, because I'd be dog shit at them. You know, but that's a good one to use. Is never use completely. I completely understand. Or in a relationship, I completely understand what you're saying. You know, I find myself. I understand what you're saying. You know. Leave it a bit. Leave, play these cards a bit close to the chest. Just how much is going in, you know? How much I understand. I feel like I came in here. <laughs> I came out here with a plum, and now I'm fucking talking about scratching cards. But this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Um, what else is going on? Have I seen anything else over Christmas? Watched Maestro. Enjoy that. Um, watched Bradley Cooper's Maestro. I thought it was a brilliant film. I loved it. I loved how fucking abstract it was. I loved how it just played with the idea about what a biopic could be. Dragged on in some places, but I found him utterly captivating. I found Carrie Mulligan did doing a better version than Michelle Williams does in The Fablemans of just that type of like, I'm a theater person, you know? She's doing that so well, very believable. Ages incredibly across the flick, you know? Um... Music sounds great. It's expertly directed. It it is kind of kind of a masterpiece, but like I oh, we wouldn't like watch it all the time, you know. It's probably a four and a half star, but I really enjoyed. It, I have to say. Um, what else did we watch? Did we end up watching Under Siege? No, we wanted to watch Under Siege, and then we watched what instead? 
watched Dicks the musical, which fucking I haven't laughed. Some of the bits are some bits are hit and miss, you know. Um, but there is some moments in that movie, and I hadn't even I hadn't even had a fucking toke, and I was absolutely weeping with laughter. Dicks the musical, if you can find it anywhere, I don't know if it's out anywhere. I watched it on my dodgy box, um, but um, which yeah, incredible. There's just this is an incredible scene with Nathan Lane, and also Megan Mullally deserves like the Golden Globe for best comedy musical. She's absolutely fucking hilarious in it. Um, it's very funny. Just about, It's just these two gay guys pretend to be straight, just pretend to be really stuck up. They're two dicks. They're two dickheads, you know, who work for like a sales company selling parts for Roombas. And it's so funny. They just keep talking about how they sell tiny wheels and tiny little brushes. And like, I just sold 10,000 tiny little brushes. It's so funny. Um, What else? What else is going on? I'm sure more will come up. Look, I mean, you're going to be hearing a lot from me. Don't you worry. TC is back. I'm going to be back in head stuff, getting those video pods out. I'm very excited about going on tour. Please do check out my Instagram. There's a link in there. It has all of my gigs. I'm going to Dublin. I'm going to Hoat. I'm going to Blanche, finally. The Driocht in Blanche. I'm going out um, to fucking the Whale Theatre in Greystones. I'm going to Cork. Um, I think I'm going to Galway, but I quite haven't. I don't know if I figured it out. Am I going to Galway? I think I'm going to Galway. Um, I'm going to Limerick. I'm hopefully going to Belfast. I'm going to Dundalk. I'll be going to London. And if there's anywhere else you'd like to come see me, and you know at least thirty people that would like to see me there, let me know. Um, but all tickets are available. Um, if you just go to my link, link in bio, my Instagram. All the link for tickets are there. And I'm very excited about getting back on stage. It's going to be a very exciting little mix of um, the sketch stuff that I was doing in the Dublin Fringe, which I really, really enjoyed. And um, I've been writing a bit of stand-up that I always write. I'm never off the fucking clock, man. Um, and now is the most beautiful, hopeful period where I can see a kind of misty, misty vision of what the show is. And it looks amazing. It looks sensational. It looks so gorgeous because I have three months four months to put it all together you know three months actually three months to put it all together you know um so it couldn't look more beautiful with the kind of with the lens of hope and distance key factor here the distance and the hope you know it's like walking towards a mirage or walking towards like an ice cream van and then you drive up and the driver's not there you know but you see the ice cream van and it looks great but anyway, look, thanks very much for listening to the pod. I'll be back. Young Hot Guys is back uh, on Thursday. Uh, so myself and Killian and Shane will be back in your ear holes. Um, and the the, the 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 bonus pod, the bonus Camwell shit show is coming back on Friday. Hopefully be a video pod uh, live from Headstuff. Um, so go over to headstuffpodcast.com uh, if you want to become a subscriber over there. Maybe, maybe your New Year's resolution is to get more comedy in your life. Well, I couldn't recommend a better investment in yourself than to go over there to headstuffpodcast.com and subscribe to my podcast. But look, all the best. I love you. Bye-bye.
This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.